This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And welcome to the Vedic Wisdom. Thank you for being with us today. Today I want to talk to you. We go through our lives and we're all very capable of finding fault with others. We're all very capable of criticizing. We're all very capable of trying to improve the lot. And generally speaking, point out what could be better and how to do it even. And many of us put our back to the wheel and try to do some good in the world. But we all still have issues going, things aren't right. We find that more and more right now. Everybody's questioning. It seems to be a cosmic time of change. People are using the term waking up everywhere you go. Because we all recognize that there's a lot we don't know and we need to see it in proper perspective. And so we're bringing in new bits of information and we're more or less reevaluating our perspective and concepts. And so we say we're waking up. But we're still faced with the threefold miseries of life. Now, the Vedic literature describes the threefold miseries as miseries caused by your own mind and body, miseries caused by other living entities upon you, and miseries caused by the natural elements and those functions of nature and higher authority. And so we easily blame everything on others. So that means we're working in the second category, those miseries caused by others upon you. And this is a very universally accepted level of criticism, of concern, of conversation, of point of view, of explanation, rationalization. We have all sorts of methods sorted out, all sorts of point of view around the concept that somebody else is causing you your problems. And this is often something that comes up in arguments and relationships. Well, you this, well, you that. Well, you said this, but you did that. And, uh, well, you shouldn't have said that. Well, you shouldn't have blocked this, or you shouldn't have given that up, or you shouldn't have talked. And in actuality, what's wrong with society is we're neglecting the first category. Those problems caused by your own mind and body. Now, of course, everybody says, well, I got a problem with my knee. I got a problem with my arm. Oh, I got a headache. Yeah, 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 yeah. And those things, generally speaking, we all take care of them or treat them or seek advice, what have you. But what's wrong with your mind? What's wrong with your point of view? What's wrong with your attitude? You see, if you have this aspect of your life untouched, undisciplined, this causes you more problems than others. It causes you more problems than your physical. You have to get control of your mind. And because we're not trained, we are all blaming others for our problems. Because we're not trained to control the mind from a very, very, very young age. According to the Vedic literature, this is supposed to start at five years old. And even before, actually. But basically, the educational side of how to control your mind to keep you from causing yourself problems. We've talked on other programs how one of the biggest problems we have is lying. According to the Vedic literature, 
humans don't lie. Animals and demons, godless people, they lie. But saintly people, God-conscious people, the real humans, full of compassion, they don't lie. They have a firm commitment to truth. And this is part of what's happening in our society. We're realizing that we have been being lied to for a very long time. The media is a lie. The politics is a lie. The education system is a lie. Our history is a lie. That drugs are, chemical drugs are good for you is a lie. Vaccines are good for you is a lie. The list is so big that it's almost too much for most people to handle. Oh, that couldn't be. They wouldn't do that. That isn't true. All sorts of dismissive rationalizations, but they are all true. And it's caused by this lying. Lying for personal interest above a commitment to the truth. And this is why we're called our own worst enemy. We have not been taught the result you get by doing these things incorrectly. We've not been taught you must correct your own checks and balances in your own behavior and attitude. People aren't supposed to run repshot over you and keep you into a line, keep you being a good person. You're supposed to do that. You're not supposed to do bad things to begin with. You should be trained up. No, you don't choke kittens. Supposed to learn that very, very young. You don't lie to your parents. You don't hurt others. You don't take some things that isn't yours. You don't start fire. You don't cry unnecessarily. You don't cry wolf unnecessarily. So many things. But it has to come back to an advancement of these, let's call them uh, basics of training. It has to come back to you accepting responsibility for you. You don't get to blame others for your behavior. And don't think that if someone doesn't see your bad behavior, it goes unchecked. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is in the heart of every living entity by his expansion, the Supersoul, and he witnesses everything everyone does. That's what omnipresent means. He's able to personally witness the activities of everyone simultaneously and note and record it and give you what you earn. Now, earn means how you use your free will. You know you have free will. That gives you free thought. But how are you using it? Have you been trained? Are you checking yourself? Are you maintaining a firm commitment to the truth? Are you keeping yourself in line? Do you know you don't abuse women and children? Do you know you don't lie or cheat or swear or steal? Do you know these things and you don't allow yourself to do it? We live in a society that's just rampant. Hollywood is rampant with breaking the rules. There's no maintain the rules going on. It's break the rules, break every rule. We have this going on all over the world in the governments and elections right now. The people want something and the government won't give it to them. The people take a vote. We want to do this. We want this facility or this change. 
and the governments go, no. <laughs> they don't care what the people want. They have a different agenda. They aren't checking their behavior. Hollywood is depicting you break the rules you don't do what you're supposed to do. Criminals who break the rules and do all horrible things get the girl and get the car and get the money and get away. And that's not reality. So we have to recognize that our responsibility is to bring ourselves and check our behavior and get in line if we weren't properly trained by our parents or our teachers or other academia or something of that variety, good association of some type or another. You must check yourself. That's what adult means. Stop being your own worst enemy. And if you have association of people that won't check themselves, that won't do right, that continue to fall down and do the wrong things and cause problems and sufferings, get as far away from them as you can. Their bad association will bring you down and you'll either cave in to doing something wrong when you know you shouldn't, or you'll be implicated in something that you're just standing too close to, shall we say. So this is a part of the educational structure that's falling apart. You are responsible. You will be held responsible for what you do. End of story. Not responsible by the teacher, not responsible by your parents, not responsible by the government or the police. You're responsible to God, the supreme personality of Godhead. He gave you the free will, and if he sees you misusing it, you will have to pay that price. And if he sees you using it correctly, you will get that reward. It's a very simple system. But foolishly, the people who are running this planet are trying to make you think you can get away with whatever you want to get away with, and you can't. So we have all the problems on the planet we do. You go around killing animals, there's going to be killing in the human society. You go on aborting children, there's going to be, there's no peace is going to be in your country, in your, in your world. You go around cheating, lying, burning down the forest, or cutting down the forest, abusing innocent people like women and children, even animals, abusive, disgusting, selfish to the end, arrogant to the end. These characteristics are being allowed and even shown through Hollywood television, blah, 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 so that you accept them as, well, it's one way you can do it. It's the wrong way you can do it. But they're trying to make it appear as though you can get away with it. And you get away with absolutely nothing. You may not suffer immediately, but you will suffer. This is the structure of the whole material manifestation. You come to this material manifestation, it has a certain number of natural laws, and those laws affect everything here, and it keeps the entire material functions in balance. The balance of nature, the balance of karma, the balance of society, the uh, stewardship over the lower species, all of these things are a balance. One species is food for another species. All these things are a balance. And man not educating himself correctly and trying to make the society believe you can get away with it is causing the problems we're facing. People are going, it doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want. 
it does matter. Yes, you can do whatever you want. That's what the material world is for. It's where the living entities either get it right or get it wrong, but they're supposed to learn in either case. We have a situation where people are saying, do it wrong, it doesn't matter. Not do it wrong and you should learn from it. Success and failure are the same for the progressive man. If you're actually trying to make progress in the development of your consciousness, when you screw up, it teaches you a lesson. And when you do something right, it teaches you a lesson. And if you're not learning a lesson off of everything you do, both good and bad, you fall to animal life. You take birth in an animal species. You don't deserve, you don't need a human form. Because in the human form, you could take all these lessons and stack it all up and get it right. You can become purified enough to qualify to go back to Godhead, to the spiritual world. You don't get to go there in a contaminated state. It's a very simple thing. Just like you can't go there in this body. This body is a body made of material elements. It's suitable for the material world. When you go to the spiritual world, you need a body made of spiritual elements. And that is what is provided. But you have to be qualified. And qualified means conscientiously using your free will. Understanding a good actor has a good result and a bad act has a bad result is a primary thing you should have learned at four, five, maybe six if you're slow. But this concept of do whatever you want and nobody's going to notice and you can get away with it and it doesn't really matter is completely incorrect. And you have to work on yourself. You have to know that it's incorrect and know that you're responsible for how you use your free will and start paying attention. Observe your thoughts, your desires. Don't be pushed around emotionally by your desires. Observe them. See them from an external point of view and evaluate them for what will they yield. If I fulfill this desire, what will it yield? Well, I'll get what I want. Well, what will happen to anyone or anything around you? Oh, it'll all suffer. Well, then why would you do it? Because I want to. This is ignorance. Because the enjoyment you get for a moment on what you wanted to do will be checked in the future by all the suffering you caused coming back on you. Because that's the law of nature. So to actually lead a human life, you require to understand the laws of nature, the laws of God, the laws of society, and your predicament in proper perspective. And thereby adjust your understanding and work on yourself don't allow yourself to fall down right now. It doesn't matter. I'll just, I'll go ahead and do it this time, this once. No, 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 no. Stop. If it's wrong, don't do it. If someone says do it anyway, tell them no. If it's good, do it. If someone tries to stop you, tell them to leave you alone. You exercise your independence and do a good deed when you can. I was talking with this young fellow the other day. And he was saying how he decided to help this lady out. She needed help. He could see that she was struggling to get her firewood in. And he decided he'd go and help her. And he just pitched in and helped her. And I said, and how'd that work out? Oh, she gave me this. She gave me that. No, no, no. How'd you feel? Oh, I felt really good. I thought it was really, that was great, actually. I had a buzz. That's what he said. I got a buzz. And I said, well, then why don't you act in such a way that you get a buzz all the time? If you could get a buzz, and I understand rightly, you're, that's true, from helping someone and doing good for others, 
Why don't you just continue doing that so that you're on a buzz all the time? And he was a just teenager, and he said, Hmm, yeah, okay, yeah, never thought of that. Hmm. Well, the same goes for you. If you understand how good it is to do good, if you recognize the positive results you can create, why don't you do it all the time? Why are you selfish? So this is a, a self-analysis. Focus upon yourself and your actions and your behavior and your attitude and your impact on everything, everyone and everything around you. And be the best person you can be. Now, for those of you who are on a spiritual path, this moves on into how can you spiritually uplift others? This means what can you give to them that will lift their spiritual awakening, enhance their spiritual awakening? And the Vedic literature says that the processes of pleasing the Supreme Lord is to assist the spiritual master in waking the fallen souls of their predicament, teaching them how to revive their eternal consciousness, how to purify their material existence, their lives, and come to the platform where they're actually purified and qualified to return to the spiritual world. So in the Vedic literature, there are nine processes of devotional service. And in those processes, there is clear explanation and understanding that by hearing about the name, form, pastimes of the Lord, one becomes purified. And by reciting the Maha Mantra, the mantra for purification of this age, one's mind becomes controlled and purified. And by eating food that is offered to the Lord first before you eat, it's all spiritualized, significant things. What you hear and what you focus on and what you think about and what you eat and what vibrations you listen to, these are magnificently powerful aspects of our existence. You're listening to music on headphones. You're listening to the television. You're listening to stuff in the stores as you go by. You're watching the screens in your hand or anywhere you go. And you're focusing on these vibration rates. But for you to get into control and to be happy and to make spiritual progress, you have to be controlling these vibration rates. So you need aid, assistance, some place, some vibration to put your attention on that was guaranteed to give you upliftment. That's why the Maha Mantra is on the planet. The great mantra for deliverance is there for you to be able to use it anytime, anywhere, any circumstance. To uplift yourself from whatever level of vibration you happen to be at at the moment. You can be in the oddest circumstance, you can be in a dangerous circumstance, you can be lonely circumstance, and you can turn to chanting the Maha Mantra and it will raise your vibration rate up out of that problem. We have helplines all over the country, all over the world. Do you have a problem? Are you depressed? Are you alone? The biggest help is give them the Maha Mantra because the mantra has its own potency and it helps lift them up out of whatever depression condition they're in. And they can raise themselves up. They don't necessarily have a goal, but they can be taken away from the depression, confusion, suicidal mentality that they might be in simply by Attaching to a higher vibration, the highest vibration in the Maha Mantra, the prescribed method. I could give you this advice because of what I know. Someone else could give you different advice because of what they know. 
But we're talking about the advice prescribed by the Supreme Personality of Godhead so that you're confident, you're guaranteed, you will be uplifted from the state you're in. Now, this goes to the other end of the spectrum as well. If you're in a decent mood, you can get to a better one. If you're starting to see things in a clearest perspective, these things can suddenly add up, make sense, realizations can happen. You can uplift your perspective permanently by the use of the Maha Mantra. So the application of the solution is broad spectrum and the impact is universally guaranteed because the Maha Mantra has its own energy source, the Supreme Lord. You and I have limited energy sources and we run these bodies where we want. We run this consciousness how we want. But the Lord has such potency that he can empower his name to be as powerful as he wants it to be. As powerful as you can imagine, certainly more powerful than you and I. And it lifts us from any level of confusion or distress that we're in. So for someone who's in distress, someone who is suicidal, someone who is alone, loneliness is a terrible thing. The Maha Mantra can bring you back to realizing that you're never alone and that you have a purpose. If you're alive, your purpose in being here isn't fulfilled yet. Don't forget that. You've come here for a purpose. You have a duration of life to fulfill that purpose. If you're still alive, you're not finished. Don't go sit down. Don't go out and play. Don't give up the task. Stay focused. Continue to produce, continue to focus on fulfilling the reason you're here. And if you don't know what that reason is, you must consult the spiritual master. By reading the Bhagavad Gita as it is by the spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada, you will learn, you will understand why you are here. If your system, your society, your family, your personal quest has failed you and you don't know why you're here, you don't know what your purpose in life is, please simply consult Bhagavad Gita as it is. Listen to the spiritual master, let him talk to you, and you will understand it. You will find out what is your purpose in life. And I don't care how old you are, you could be a kid or you could be an old codger. You still have time to fulfill whatever that mission is. And it, the proof is you're still alive. If it was hopeless, you'd be dead. No use. No. You're still alive. You're still conscious. You're still thinking, feeling, willing. Then use your time. Use your free will. Use your personal strength and fulfill the mission that you came here to fulfill. And there's a very broad spectrum of what that might be. And Joe might tell you it's this, and Dave might tell you it's that, and Sally might tell you it's something else, but it's for you to understand. So you listen to the spiritual master. He's talking to the living entity. He's not talking to the bodily mind. He's not talking to social conviction. He's talking what is good for your elevation to purified spiritual consciousness. And when you see it from that point of view, you will see what you're capable of achieving in this life and what is your duty. And you can set yourself to doing it and you will succeed. Start with the Maha Mantra. This is the method prescribed by the Supreme Lord. And stop being your own worst enemy. Be your own best friend. 
For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.